Pierre Noel, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're here at the Festival of Ideas, the Electricity Policy Research Group, looking at energy policies, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, your two statements, how did you come up with those? I suppose uh, by listening to the political debate about energy security in this country and in Europe more widely. And the first one says that for security of supply and climate change reasons, we should ban new gas-fired power plants. Why did you come to that conclusion? Two reasons, uh, really. Well, it's not my conclusion. It's a statement that uh, I was... I mean, it was my role to, 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 to address tonight whether it's right or wrong um, as a policy. So two reasons, really. The first one is this idea that if we are to address climate change uh, seriously, we should ban any uh, source of electricity that is not carbon-free. You know, we want to move in the long term to a carbon-free electricity system, so let's start right now and, and move away from everything that is not zero carbon. I dispute that. I think gas is much less carbon-intensive than coal and provides then a cheap way to decarbonize to some extent, that, and we should not miss it. The second thing is... Um, Politicians in this country have become very exercised about uh, gas supply security and the rising dependence or reliance on gas imports, and I think this is, a, this is an inflated threat which I wanted to address too. And, and in terms of the climate change debate, how does it feed into that, the banning of the new gas-fired power plants? Well, the idea for the people who defend this, this uh this view, again, is we sh why, why, why don't we ban everything that is, that is not carbon-free? So, you know, we can do renewables, we can do nuclear, we can do carbon capture and storage. Why should we continue to let either coal or gas emit carbon in the atmosphere if the long-term goal is to, is, is to have a zero-carbon electricity system? And the uh, rational answer to that is, well, gas will not give you a carbon-free system, but what it may give you is affordable decarbonization in the short and mid-term, which does not prevent you from going into deeper decarbonization in the longer term. Okay. If we move on to your other statement, to maintain security of supply, Britain should limit gas exports to continental Europe. We should draw up the drawbridge. Well, yes, this is, this, uh, again, this view which is widely shared among politicians that... Okay, you know, investors have built those pipelines between the UK and the continent uh, with a view at the time to bringing gas that was, you know, in ample supply here uh, to the continent. Uh, and now the UK basically imports a lot of gas that is re-exported to the continent. And some politicians get uh, worried about that, that it somewhat reduces the security of supply here. And I wanted to to address that and to essentially uh, show that, that, that this is not true. Uh, it is good for the security of supply of, of, of continental Europe, but it is also a major reason why the ability to trade with Europe is a major reason why people would build new import facility in the UK as opposed to Spain or Italy. And, and really, uh, you're also talking about letting the gas flow, um, that, that in fact this is going to help us in the longer term? 
Gas, gas is, is uh, one of the only good news around uh, in the energy and climate reality around us, or climate policy uh, field. So we should not, uh, for wrong reasons, penalize gas. Uh, we should, on the contrary, welcome this opportunity to go in the right direction at relatively uh, low cost, uh, much lower cost than, than anything else we've tried so far, be it offshore wind or even onshore wind or CCS nuclear. Uh, we should welcome that and we should not let uh, uninformed views about security of supply prevent us from benefiting from the new situation in the gas market. Pierre, so, so people did agree with you and, and the agreement grew uh, as your debate went on. Fantastic. The level of support has increased. Uh, it, the, the reality is I was surprised in the first voting round how many people actually did think that my statements, you know, I mean, that the statements were, were, were not sensible. In other words, they were sharing my views about, about those things. That surprised me. That was a good surprise. Gas allows us to go in the right direction at low cost. This is, this is the bottom line of it. Gas will not take us to where we have to be in 30 years' time or 40, 50 years' time. That is true. But uh, it allows us to make the first step at a much lower cost than basically anything else. Uh, so we should not miss this opportunity. And I suppose what we're bringing out at, at this conference, at this debate at the Festival of Ideas, is how seriously and how deeply we have to think of the solutions now f to get the right solutions in the future to, to carbon emissions, climate change and the right energy policy. There's some very tough choices ahead. Yes, it, it, the field is full of bad news. It's not as easy as we thought it would. It's much more expensive than we thought it would. It's certainly much more expensive than what the politicians tell us it will be or have told us it will be. This is the situation we're in, full of bad news. We cannot agree internationally. So perhaps now there is a gradual realization that we have to become realistic. And while we continue to have long-term aggressive ambitions, we must deploy short-term, relatively cheap or at least cost-effective solutions. Displacing coal by gas is one of them. Pierre Noel, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today from the Festival of Ideas, the Electricity Policy Research Group. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you very much. My pleasure.